0: Brought to you by West Coast Nut, Progressive Crop Consultant, and My Ag Life. In conjunction with UC Cooperative Extension, the North Valley Nut Conference is back. Join hundreds of tree nut growers, consultants, and industry professionals. Learn about new technologies and research. Earn continuing education units. Network with other industry members over coffee, donuts, and lunch. Join us June 8th at the Glen County Fairgrounds in Orland, California. Register today at wcngg.com front slash events. Attention all growers, have your packouts been reduced due to damage caused by heat stress or sunburn? Parka is a plant-based foliar product with a unique MOA that helps plants resist and recover from heat stress. Give us a call at 888-638-1955 Or visit our website, Cultiva.com, for more information. Welcome to My Ag Life, where we cover your world in agriculture. This podcast is powered by the top publications in the industry. West Coast Nut, Progressive Crop Consultant, and Organic Farmer Magazine. Here is your host, Taylor Chalstrom.
1: Hi, welcome to My Ag Life. Today, we're talking with Daniele Zakaria, UCC Agricultural Water Management Specialist about new research into benefits and efficacy of winter cover crops in pistachio. Welcome back to the show, Daniele.
2: Thank you very much for having me here today.
1: Yeah, it's great to have you back. Daniele, let's talk generally about winter cover cropping uh, in tree nuts. I'm just kind of curious, what, what do we really know about it so far as an industry?
2: We know a little bit, I think there's a lot more to know, especially when it comes to soil water dynamics, what happens really when the water gets uh, into the soil, what happens? And we also know know a little bit of what happens to the radiation, but we need to know more how this uh, um, layer of vegetation could uh, um, protect uh, the soil from uh, soil water losses, and also how can it reflect the incoming radiation and generate gain in, in terms of productivity and uh, increase of, on, on photosynthesis on the lower part of the tree canopy. So this is uh, mainly the, 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 the aspects that we uh, would like to know more and to document for growers.
1: Certainly. Uh, I'm kind of curious, you know, what, what has... Prevented this sort of research from being known already, because I mean, there's a lot of these incentive programs for um, cover cropping. Um, so, you know how how do we not how do we not know that information up to this point?
2: I, I think everything starts from the misconception that having an, an active growing vegetation on the ground takes a lot of water. Uh, we with the previous research that we've done on processing tomato and uh, almonds. We demonstrate that the, the net benefit of the uh, winter cover cropping is actually positive. So, if you consider that there's a little bit of um, extra water use, but there's a lot more in terms of water gain, so increased infiltration and better water storage of the little little amount of rain that comes into the central valley or. Uh, the San Joaquin Valley. So there's a there's a balance between the two effects and normally the balance is positive to growers. So instead of using more water the the winter cover crop has the effect of storing a little bit more and keeping it fro- for later use during the summer. So all in all, you have a kind of a water productivity gain and the metric that we normally use is water productivity, so more crop per drop, and that means that for each unit of water that the soil and the plant receive, you get more production. So there's less uh, soil evaporation, probably more water transpiration, more tree transpiration, and that brings nutrients and uh, other components to the leaves and generates more carbohydrates and more yield. So the idea is that having a winter cover crop and managing cover crop well in terms of timing for planting and timing for mowing it or killing it uh, is really crucial for the growers to generate higher productivity in those orchards.
1: You're obviously part of this new research Uh, Looking into winter cover cropping, um, specifically in pistachios for this instance, um, can you tell me a little bit more, uh, you kind of already talked about sort of what you and the team are proposing to investigate, but can you tell me sort of really um, why you're proposing to investigate those things?
2: Yes, um, most of the research on winter cover cropping uh, concentrate on the um, the, the, the micro um, organism and the the rhizosphere ecology. So what happens in the soil in terms of microbiome um, increase and activity, what we are now focusing on is what happens to the radiation balance. So um, during the active uh, um, uh, uh, vegetation growing season, so during the winter months, you have a green vegetation and that green vegetation somehow capture some part of the radiation, reflect some other part of the, radi- the radiation back in all direction, including the direction uh, of the of the lower part of the canopy. Now, in normally growers in the San Joaquin Valley, they mow the winter cover crop uh, beginning of, uh, let's say early in April, mid April. So leaving those residue on the ground, generates a layer of bright hay or bright uh, dead vegetation. So this has a very high reflecting um, capacity. And what we notice um, that happens is that this incoming radiation being reflected in all direction is captured by the lower part of the tree canopy and generates higher yield. So we noticed this effect by comparing the yield of uh, uh, an orchard in Coalinga that had uh, a much higher production with respect to an orchard in, in uh, Hanford. that had uh, you know an average production. And so the difference between the two orchards was the, the winter cover cropping. So one orchard had um, uh, bare soil, a clean cultivated soil. The other one had winter cover cropping and that uh, vegetation residue and we start noticing a significant difference in yield. And also the location of the nuts were different. So the trees with the bare ground had most of the nuts on the top part of the canopy versus the, the trees with winter cover cropping at most of the nuts in the lower part of the, of the, of the canopy. So we started, we started thinking, oh, this might be a radiation-related effect. And so we start putting some sensor. We documented that the orchard with uh, uh, winter cover cropping has a high reflectivity of some spectral bands and so, our new project that is, is being funded by the, uh, the Pistachio Research Board is trying to uh, investigate what part of the incoming radiation gets reflected in total, but also how the partition between the photosynthetically active radiation versus the near infrared get modified with the, uh, when the ground is uh, covered by um, bright vegetation, uh, and so if there is a, a partition of a, a higher partition of this uh, uh, radiation versus, I mean, towards uh, uh, the PAR or the photosynthetically active, there's a little bit higher water use, but there's a higher carbohydrate production. So all in all, this means higher water productivity. So this is what we are trying to document for growers. If this, um, uh, different partition is really occurring in, um, in a different part of the season. And what is the, the net effect? So, is this translating into higher water use only or higher water use and higher productivity? Because if the two effects are combined, this is a net gain for growers. And this practice is also important for many other reasons, capturing more rain, storing some part of the rain in the soil profile. So, there are multiple effects, but we're focusing our research on the radiative uh, capacity or the radiation uh, uh, balance uh, in, 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 uh, in commercial orchard.
1: We're gonna be right back after a word from our sponsors.
0: The heat is coming. Is your crop ready to handle the stress? We are Cultiva, the manufacturer of PARCA. PARCA reduces heat stress and sunburn by reducing the development of oxidative compounds in stressed crops. It allows the plant to continue photosynthetic activity, which ultimately means your crops continue to perform during times of excessive heat. Unlike other products in the market, Parca is tank mix compatible and leaves no residue on fruit or equipment, making it easy to incorporate into spray programs. Give us a call at 888-638-1955 or visit our website cultiva.com for more information. Hi,
1: we're back talking with Daniele Zakaria, UCCE Agricultural Water Management Specialist about new research into benefits and efficacy of winter cover crops and pistachio. Daniele, you know, you just talked about um, sort of the benefits that improving that overall photosynthetically active radiation interception in canopies can have. And, and you noted that with the winter cover crop residue reflecting on the bottom canopies of trees, more nuts resulted down there as opposed to at the tops of the trees. Does that, I'm curious, does that have any effect when it comes to, to harvest? Um, is that, is it is it remotely more beneficial at all to have nuts at the bottom of the tree compared to the top? Does that matter? Well,
2: apparently it looks like uh, having a higher number of nuts in the lower part of the season also um, generates bigger nuts in the lower part of the season because the hydraulic resistance of the nutrient and water to reach the the higher part of the season is way less. So we notice higher, slightly higher quality of those nuts when they are in the lower part of the the canopy, but also easily, uh, so those nuts are easily detachable from the tree during the shake. So there's a probably higher percentage of uh, nuts being uh, um, picked uh, during the first shake, which is sometimes the most important, um, and so those are the 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 the, the effect that we notice in uh, uh, in, um, in in doing this experiment. But we still need to collect uh, um, additional data for multiple growing season because uh, um, uh, pistachio has this behavior of uh, alternate. Uh, um, uh, uh basically as a uh, an alternate bearing behavior so one year is off one year is on uh, we can we can express it that way in in simplistic term but you know alternates the bearing so we need to, capture two or three more uh, growing season in order to solidify uh, the uh, data and information that we uh, developed. So we, we are, we're not ready to deliver this information to growers, but we notice those effects. There's an additional effect that we notice because of the alternate behavior of uh, of pistachio and specifically of some varieties like Kerman, we notice this uh, swing between one year and the following is reduced with cover crop. There's some magic happening there. It might be a better nutrition balance in the soil, more oxygen um, rate for the roots, but at the same time, this combined with the radiation generates less alternate behavior. So the swing in terms of production appears to be lower with the winter cover cropping. So there's multiple positive effects, but we, again, we're not ready to um, solidify those information. We noticed during the first growing season, we want to extend the uh, data collection to multiple growing season and and, uh, somehow provide more solid information to growers.
1: The team is also going to be looking at Trying to determine this, the the overall water cost of the winter cover crop, obviously probably one of if not the biggest concerns, um regarding the implementation of the winter cover crop. So I'm just curious, what what measures will be taken to sort of quantify? That water cost. Um, you know what? Are you Yeah, we
2: did a out? similar research on uh, on uh, almonds and um, and processing tomato during 2016 2019, and we measured the the soil moisture balance with the neutron probe on a periodic um, um, uh, frequency. I mean, with a certain frequency. I think we did like every couple of weeks. We measured the soil moisture content into the soil in cover crop versus clean cultivated soil. And we noticed that there was a a net benefit for those soil because are able to infiltrate a little bit more rain and to store that rain. When the layer of of, uh, inactive uh, dead vegetation um, is left on the ground, it basically uh, uh, works as a mulching. So it prevents The radiation to go deeper into the soil to generate the energy to evaporate uh, the water, so water stay infiltrates more and stays for longer time into the soil profile, so the plant can reach that water and uh, uptake that water. So all in all, um, we are going to do similar measurement with the neutron probe and soil moisture monitoring, and to in order to determine what happens in terms of water. So we are doing we are doing soil monitoring, but also we are doing um, ET measurement with micrometeorological techniques to see how much water um, is uh, lost, but also how much water is retained into the soil. So there are parallel measurements in order to determine what is the water cost. I think there's a lot of misconception in the industry about the water cost of winter cover cropping. And in this sense, all the remote sensing technique don't help at all because when they see green vegetation, they automatically in their modeling uh, algorithm, they automatically attribute uh, a a kind of water cost to to those area, especially with satellite. The satellite cannot really distinguish between the canopy the and, uh, and the and the ground in terms of uh, um, vegetation and so he sees uh, green and um, the average um, um, the average green that he sees in a pixel of 30 meter uh, dimension is basically attributed to uh, a certain water cost so uh, we are trying also to, Uh, refine the remote sensing algorithm to verify how accurate is the ET estimate with satellite remote sensing versus ground measurement of cover crop versus clean cultivated orchards. So this is another important part for the reg- reg- regulatory com- community in California because water is being um, um, scrutinized, the water use is being scrutinized quite a bit. We had several meeting with uh, GSA, the groundwater sustainability agencies to provide uh, science-based information uh, on how to consider the cover crop Uh, areas in California in terms of water use and this I think is one of the best impact that we can have with this type of research.
1: Basically the fact that you guys are you know getting funded to do the research in general means that there is a there's a hope that um, it will not only be beneficial but cost effective um, in terms of the water costs at the end of the day so I'm you know that's that's really what you guys are ultimately hoping to tell growers at the end of these trials is that this can be cost effective, and it can also have other benefits as well.
2: Well, definitely the first uh, the initial funding um, that we got were uh, from the um, from the uh, California Pistachio Research Board, but then we developed an an, 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 an additional research proposal. Uh, that we submitted uh, to the CDFA specialty crop block uh, program. And this proposal is uh, is, um, uh, still under review, but we got the support of the almond board and the pistachio board and the wine grape commission because we want to investigate this effect on different type of uh, canopy architecture. So the pruning side also, Uh, the pruning uh, management practices and the canopy management practices might make a lot of difference because in some crops, you have to have a lot of um, light penetration in order to have uh, a good radiation balance. And so for instance, pistachio has at least two or three Uh, type of pruning and some of them might be more beneficial in terms of the radiation balance with cover crop. So we are also investigating the effect, the combined effect of cover cropping with different type of uh, canopy management. And there's a new um, trial, field trial that uh, we just instrumented at the Kearney Ag and Ag Research and Extension Center in Parlier. And this has been uh, just uh, has uh, been just instrumented uh, in the last uh, couple of weeks, and we are ready to collect measurement on cover crop versus clean cultivated for different type of pruning.
1: Well, that certainly sounds exciting, Danielli. And, you know, obviously there's been so much research in general, just going into cover crops and trying to, you know, sort of find a way to show growers that, you know, these really can be beneficial if sort of implemented in the right fashion. Um, so hopefully, you know, this research you guys are doing continues to, to prove that and we look forward to seeing the results and we appreciate you being here and talking about the research.
2: Sure. We'll be uh, happy to share the results as soon as we have solid and, uh, and, um, uh, you know, consistent information that we can uh, share with the the production community. And thank you for inviting me today here again.
1: Of course. it's great to have you on. This is Taylor with My Ag Life signing off.
2: Thank you for listening. Subscribe for
1: updates, exclusive content, and more at myaglife.com.